Praise the Lord, beloved people. Welcome to another podcast episode of Repent USA. I'm your host again, uh, Pastor Trey Storacraw in the Ministry of Repentance and Holiness. And here in the Ministry of Repentance, we are led by our blessed Senior Archbishop Louis Lupo, who's also the General Overseer of North America. And we all are under the instruction and counsel and guidance of the two mega ancient prophets of eternity, the prophets of the Book of Malachi. In this episode, without wasting any time, we have a very, very special guest, none other than Senior Archbishop Louis Lupo himself. Welcome to the show. Amen. Thank you so very much, Blessed Senior Pastor Trezor Karai. It's a, it's a blessing and a privilege and an honor to be here. Uh, I'm, I'm really excited. I know it's been a while. I thank you so very much for your patience, and uh, it's good to be here at the studio of the Lord to speak to the priesthood of the Lord here in the United States of America and even globally. Blessed Senior Pastor Trezor. Amen. Better late than never, because also, not only the, the Senior Archbishop, Amen. the entire continent is here but our regional correspondent for the jesus is lord radio these are not small things that the lord has done so i welcome again i really have to welcome you so big hallelujah thank you so very much very humbled uh very very humbled to be able to even participate as you know the jesus is lord radio is the portal to heaven who am i a mere mortal to be able to even to, to even touch those microphones and yet the lord has allowed us to and on behalf of the region here in the United States and in North America, very true. Thank you so much for that, Senior Pastor Trezor. That's really powerful. And I just, you know, humble servants to do the work of the Lord, whatever he would have us to do. So uh, here I am, just humble arms and legs. Amen. Amen. For those of our listeners who don't know what Jesus Lord Radio is, it's the portal to heaven, the end time revival that you see on YouTube on Repent and Prepare the Way YouTube channel. All the miracles that you can't even count the numerous miracles have been going on since 2005 until now the greatest revival in the history of the bible the longest running revival it's being broadcast in real time with breaking news prophecy fulfilled in jesus is lord radio info you can listen to yourself we also like shared earlier we have our regional correspondent the lord allows him to contribute to celebrate even our own cripples that get up and walk but for this episode um this is about <laughs> This is about the repentance meeting that is coming up. And this is not just any repentance meeting. You've been in the the ministry, being blessed to be in the ministry for quite a long time. Ministry of Repentance and Holiness. uh, Ten plus years. And we had national repentance meetings. You led national repentance meetings. Mm. But this one here, Mm. something is different about Can you inform our listeners why this one is special? compared to all the other national repentance means we had. We've been to Capitol Hill. Mm. We've been everywhere, Washington, Monument, everywhere, cross country, even the California fires, 2018, mm. Sacramento Capitol, everywhere. But this one's different. Tell us. Amen. Thank you very much. Senior Pastor Trezor, that's true. This one is very unique. Uh, the Lord has the Lord's given us requirements. You know, I, we should set the, the foundation here. We're the, a nation under judgment, under the judgment of the Lord Jehovah Yahweh. And he has commanded national repentance through his two mega, mega prophets of eternity, the mightiest, mightiest prophets of the Lord. They have commanded national repentance because we've been in apostasy. We've been preaching the gospel of money. There's been immorality in the house of the Lord at the pulpit of the Lord. 
It, the church has not been connected to the kingdom of God. We've connected the church back to the world. She forgot about the power of the blood and the cross. She's wandered off the path of righteousness and holiness and have gone to the ways of the world, the moral decay of this world. And so the two mightiest, mightiest prophets have called for national repentance. And what's different here is, one, we have the very specific charges against our country, very, very specific charges that the Lord has laid out and spoken to us on the global radio that you brought out very well, Jesus is Lord Radio, that is the portal uh, from heaven to earth uh, that the Lord has decided to use and condescend. He's condescend. He could have used a number of multimedia formats, television stations, uh, the streaming, whatever, and he chose the radio uh, because of the humble delivery to people like the Mama and Bogos of the world that don't have the sophistication that we have in the first world to get the gospel message out. And as we know, and if you don't, that for the, our, our blessed listeners, you know, preaching is the number one way to share the gospel. And, and preaching is the oracular meeting, the auditory, which is the, the listening end and the speaking end. And the theater, if you will, of the mind from radio also comes in. So it's very powerful. So to get to why it's so critical this one is so different this repentance meaning you know we have the instructions from the lord how many nations can say that how many nations can say they have 19 20 specific conversations the lord has spoken in broad daylight uh, they're well illustrated they're well documented they're on repentusa.net or on highwayofholiness.usa the mp3s are all over whatsapp facebook you name it they're out there podbean whatever the case may be and this one here the lord softened the heart of an elected official and and that is the miracle you know to get to, to bring the bottom line to the very top that is the miracle here the lord has touched the heart of honorable congresswoman heather scott from the state of idaho um, a district that represents northern idaho the cord lane area cord lane for those that are familiar with it um, it's it's an area that is has like silver mining cord lanes but silver mines are up there it's very uh, rural, and it's a, a very, very beautiful area. Uh, the Cascade Mountains are there. Uh, Coldwater Creek is there as one of the corporations that's there. Um, and that's the area where her jurisdiction is. But the Lord softened her heart, and she has reached out to the ministry of the Lord. And before she even reached out, the Lord placed repentance on her heart. The Lord, had, when, as you know, yeah, how significant that is because only the Lord can do that. Repentance is a treasure and it's the power to transform from an old ways of darkness and death to the kingdom of light and to the newness of life. So the, we have her pushing for national repentance. And then she's also brought senators and congressmen locally in the state of Idaho. And it's also influencing some on the federal side, too. She's also helped bridge the gap between the priesthood. Uh, and some of the Christian fellowships. And they're coming on board too. In fact, after this interview, that's what we're going to run to. <laughs> we're going to run to the Christian fellowship. And that's historic too, yeah. because as you know, the servants of the Lord have been telling us that one of the things that really breaks the heart of the Lord is when he sees the the uh, the arguing and the bickering, the contention in the priesthood, which should be unified, a singular priesthood. And that goes for the priesthood that are out there too. And it's, and it's the same. And there's no time for Korah today. We saw what happened with Korah. And so it's time for us to get behind what the Lord is saying and just follow the instructions. And we'll see tremendous blessing when the priesthood comes together. I mean, this is as historic as a legislator coming forward 
because the priesthood rarely ever wants to come together in and there to be unity and that's the reason that you see so much strife so much division and so much distress in the u.s we have it in every single quadrant every single facet mm. a constant division which is terribly unnecessary very counterproductive you know it introduces pride it introduces dissension and you name it but anyway to get back senior pastor trailer to your question two things very historic the lord has brought forth uh, an elected official a very serious elected official who's really serious about national repentance she's no joke precious people listeners out there knows her word knows the power of repentance is really coming up to speed on the repentance revival she knows who's filled with the holy spirit and who's not and has been very favorable in understanding the way that the lord is reviving the nations right now and what the holy spirit is doing and these are people coming from denominations that are not the, the classical spirit-filled type of denominations. And so denominations are out the window. These are the people searching and hungry for the Lord. They're righteousness, seeking, holiness, seeking sheep of Christ. Senior Pastor Trezor. Amen. Thank you so much, Senior Archbishop. Yes, it, everything you're saying is, is very true. It, it really is historic. I, I'm, I can't stop smiling. I'm, it's really because in this ministry, you know, you, when you're serving the Lord and you're supposed to walk the bloodstained footsteps of Messiah, rejection is part of you. It's who you are. Your All the time. All the time. And for, to, we've been reaching out. We had repentance meetings 2019 at Capitol Hill, 2018 in the, after the California fires, which were prophesied by the two prophets of the book of Malachi, um, Hurricane Harvey. We've always reached out to our president every single time when the Lord spoke judgment through his two prophets, we've always sent letters, congressmen, congresswomen from Maryland, the entire country. And the Lord brought this congresswoman, Heather Scott from Idaho, literally out of nowhere. And she's essentially spearheading this entire national repentance meeting. And for those who don't know, it's on March 12th. 2022, Amen. March 12, 2022, Amen. at the Boise, uh, Idaho capital, in Idaho, obviously, and it's going to be on the steps. It's uh, from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m., if I'm mistaken. Mm. It'll be worship and repentance. And for those who, who, who say, you know, why should I come and repent? What's the reason for, for, for me to repent? Beyond the prophecy of Russia and, and Ukraine, that's been mm. so beyond the famine that's coming, that's already mm. here, the inflation, gas prices everything nuclear threats world war beyond that mm. but just focusing on us this earthquake for people who have seen it because it trends number one on twitter for three years straight there's an earthquake coming to the united states of america if we don't repent the lord spoken more than 19 times that it will hit the white house it will hit the capitol We'll hit the Washington Monument, the National Cathedral, even water will come up from the White House. And for our intelligence committee, hmm. you know, for so long we've we put our head in the sand to act like the Lord, when he speaks, it won't come to pass. Hmm. And the sadly, what's going on right now hmm. <laughs> with Russia and Ukraine, hmm. every single letter. So this repentance meeting, this is the question I want to ask. Why is it important for everyone to come, to give the opportunity to everyone? Why would people come to this repentance meeting, see the Archbishop? Amen. I think in a sentence, yes. if I could just boil it down in a sentence, given the, the shortness of time, yeah. there really is no forgiveness without repentance. There is no forgiveness without repentance. And I think the church has really, really gotten it wrong, um, or really mixed up, at least, very mixed up and, and wrong. 
when she says, I received Jesus as Lord, and there's a day of salvation. And everybody in the Christianity today, if you could talk to them, they can point you to a time when they remember giving their life to the Lord. And they can say, I repented. You know, why do I need to, re but then they'll say, but why do I need to repent now? Not understanding that the Lord has zero tolerance to sin, number one. Now that is very much overlooked, that the fact that there's zero tolerance to sin. And so just those two alone, I can, let me add one more outside of the zero tolerance to sin that the Lord has called us to a life of sanctification. You find that in Romans chapter 8, verse 17. You'll find that in Philippians chapter 1, verse 29. And many more scriptures, Galatians chapter 2, verse 20, where we're crucified with Christ. Uh, let's talk about Luke chapter 9, verses 23. Luke chapter 14, pick up your cross daily. There is a processing in our Christian salvation. And in that process of our Christian salvation, we find out that our lives were in terrible apostasy. And so in the sanctification, the Lord brings the fire of the Holy Spirit in us to burn off all those wicked, sinful desires. And hence, there's the process where we're repenting. We find out, oh, all the things that we were doing, we found out, oh, that was wicked sin. Why was I doing that? And so we don't do it anymore. That's repentance. Whereas the church has looked at it as something else. And so that's why it's important. That's why it's important for everyone to come out. Because those of you in the United States of America that are hearing this program, your pastors have lied to you. They haven't told you the truth. It's not true that if you're once saved, always saved. You won't find that anywhere in the Bible. The Christian, if that were true, the Lord would not tell us in Hebrews 6, 4 through 6, don't abuse the grace. If that were true, then the Lord wouldn't tell us in, in Hebrews chapter 10, 26 to 31, don't abuse the grace and step on the blood of Jesus like that. And he wouldn't tell us again, likewise, in 2 Peter chapter 2, verses 19 to 22, that, you know, promising them freedom and they themselves are enslaved to sin. Now, come on, let's wait a minute. Who thinks they're going to be a slave to sin and enter the kingdom of glory and enter the kingdom of heaven and enter the new Jerusalem, the city of gold, the city of the righteous, when we're talking about people that are enslaved to sin? No, the testimony of the saints, my Bible says, are those that have overcome by the power of the blood and by their testimony. Those are the ones that are entering. So everybody hearing this, no matter where they are, they could be from Los Angeles, they could be from the Washington, D.C. area, Senior Pastor Trezor, everybody needs to come out to the repentance meeting. It's very simple. It's very humble. The Lord did not make these things complicated. It's for young and old alike. It's for every walk. It's for everybody, for anyone who would aspire to enter the kingdom of God in the United States of America. I strongly encourage you to come out to the March 12th, year 2022 national repentance in boise idaho you can't miss it boise is the capital and we'll be at the capital steps in idaho uh, with a number of people that the lord has brought his leadership he's brought and his priesthood that will be there too and for whoever else the lord brings there we encourage you all to come out senior pastor Trezor. amen i know we're short on time but we can be here all day i just want to just illustrate this that the Lord's been showing in these messages. If you're following the global revival services, that there's been judgment in the world, mm. and then there's been revival at the same time. Just today, this service on March 6, 2022, there was breaking news of a crippled girl that couldn't sleep even on her side, couldn't mm. get up and walk. Her, her legs were like dead wood. She was able to walk. While this church here this church of oil and wine brought by the two mightiest prophets alone are celebrating. Mm. We're celebrating here. Outside, you go on the news, go on Twitter, Russians, hundred mm. or one million refugees mm. 
This is like the greatest exodus of the 21st century. Mm. One million refugees. Mm. And they prophesied it eating old soup from old cans. I want, I want our listeners to know this because we don't have a privilege of having some Archbishop here all the time. You were a first-hand eyewitness of the earthquake that hit here in Washington, D.C. I believe it was 2011. Amen. So for those who, who think that, you know, with the mocking hearts, as they say in Second Peter, oh, where's this promise of Jesus coming back? The world's been like this forever. You actually saw the judgment fulfilled in this nation with your own eyes. And Amen. you heard it the same day. And Amen. it was five hours. Amen. Yet this prophecy of judgment since September 25th, or I don't know, we're like five months in. The Lord's given us so much time and so much mm-hmm. grace. We really do need to choose a blessing. Can you give us your testimony of that judgment? Really briefly. Amen. It was very shocking. Uh, the Lord came out early in the morning, USA Eastern Time, and gave the prophecy of the judgment of an earthquake coming. And uh, we remember hearing it. There wasn't a time frame given mm. on, on when, when it was coming, except that it was extremely urgent. That was communicated to us. It was extremely urgent. And you have to know how the Lord speaks when you hear extremely urgent. And back in the day, we didn't have the instant messaging that we have today. We had text and we had email. And so, uh, and we had the Jesus Lord, of course, radio that was streaming. And the Lord was uh, in the process of uploading the video onto YouTube. They were scrambling to get it loaded. And I could tell by the sense of, of urgency that uh, this was really serious. And we didn't know, again, we didn't know the when or the where. And it just happened to be one of those days, just using discretion, I said, I think I'll just stay home today. I think I'll just stay home because Washington, D.C., if it snows, it shuts down. Washington, D.C., if it rains, it shuts down. Washington, D.C., give them an excuse to shut down the city. And so I could only imagine if some catastrophe the Lord would have what it would be like there. So I ended up staying in that day, and I was on an office phone call in the afternoon, early afternoon. Uh, and everybody was pretty relaxed, and uh, we were in Silver Spring, Maryland at the time. Silver Spring or Wheaton, Wheaton specifically, right by the Wheaton Metro. The uh, It is the Wheaton Metro, yeah, it's, yeah, it's Wheaton Metro Station. We were a stone's throw from there, one block, one block away. Uh, it was actually called the Metro Center for us. So I'm on a conference call, and I'm sitting on the floor, and I'm uh, talking to our team who's in Virginia. And our building in Virginia is one of those, uh, like Virginia skyscrapers, but not really that big, 10, 15-story building, one of the bigger buildings in Virginia. This is downtown. For those of you that don't know, in the Washington, D.C. metro area, you cannot have a building over a certain story because then it will obstruct the view of the Washington Monument. Oh, yeah. And that's, oh, wow. and that's germane to this conversation. <laughs> oh, Amen. It is very germane. It's like, whoa, wait a minute. Yeah, that's how important. Oh, yeah. So you can't, so, but this is one of the biggest ones there. It was over by the uh, uh, Ronald Reagan National Airport. And so I, the reason I mentioned the train station, it's going to come into play. I, I thought I heard the Metro. I thought I heard the Metro and I thought the Metro was acting up today. Or maybe it was the Amtrak because the floor was shaking a little bit more than usual. Yeah. And I thought, wait a minute, the short floor never shakes in the trains here, not where I was. And then it got worse. And then the floor started, and I'm on the conference call with, uh, with some people that everybody's very, very self-important in Washington, D.C. Everybody's the next legislator. Everybody's the next State Department resource. Everybody's the next whatever, governor, representative. And so it's those type of conversations that were being had. A lot of decorum, you know, a lot of decorum and a lot of, you know, just, just, just a lot of pomp. A lot of pomp and a lot of decorum. 
I'm sitting on the floor, so I'm on the other end, and uh, they don't know that because I'm working from my home office. <laughs> so, so they're working in the office, and anyway, as the shaking got a little bit worse, I, for whatever reason, I, I, I asked the person on the other side, I said, can you hear that? Can you hear that? Because it was starting to get noisy. And then they, and then I heard them on the other side. They lost the decorum. They said, "Oh my!" And that's when I knew it hit me. It's an earthquake, because they were in Virginia and I was in Silver Spring. That's about thirty miles about apart. So we have big trains, but they're not that big. They're not going to cover thirty miles. And so that's when I knew. And then it got worse. It was a long earthquake. I believe it was forty-two plus seconds. A long earthquake. And the rule of thumb is, the longer they are the more uh, powerful and destructive they are. And so as it kept going on, that's when we started to panic. We started to panic when I was getting tossed up in the air from the floor. And earthquakes are very, very loud because they shake the concrete. You can hear it cracking. It shakes the steel. You can hear it cracking. And it shakes the windows and everything else and all the siding and everything in the house. And everything shakes. And so it's very, very loud. I, that is what most startled me was how loud an earthquake is. It is very, very loud. And then how powerful it is that it was throwing everything everything up. The building was getting thrown up. I was getting thrown up. And then uh, that's when I, I panicked. That's when I started to panic. At about the 30-second mark, I said, I think I better move now. Wow. Now I better go. Because who ever heard of strong earthquakes in Washington, D.C.? Yeah, yeah, so I, when I got into the hallway, that's when I saw my wife, Mama Rebecca, and she came out. She had the same shocked look on her face. And it almost simultaneously, oh, it's an earthquake. You know, it's an earthquake. And right about that time, it was about 40, 42 seconds. We're in the middle of the hallway. We didn't even make it out. Uh, that's when the earthquake died down. People were screaming at the top of their lungs in the apartments where we were. We could hear them screaming outside. People were really panicked. And after the shaking stopped, then for whatever reason, I thought this was very odd. People started screaming even more after, after all the shaking. And so uh, you, you wondered if the building was okay. You looked, at, looked around, you know, my back hurt. I got thrown up in the air, you know, so much from the, the forest, the violence of the earthquake. It was very powerful. We were really shocked to find it was only a 5.9. But from an intensity and damage standpoint, it was a lot worse because it did damage the Washington Monument. It did damage the National Cathedral. We saw the pieces it threw down. Amen. And then uh, it did damage, you know, throughout the Northeast Corridor in Washington, D.C. But it was a lot of love and a lot of grace of the Lord. It could have been much worse, much, much worse. All the Lord had to do was, you know, turn it to a 6-2 or a 6-3, and then it would have been very serious. So we're not really prepared for that. And these monuments that we have in the older buildings in D.C. are, are not constructed for that either. But anyway, that was our experience. That was my experience. Hearing it from... You know, I was at the I was at Silver Spring in the apartments, hearing it from colleagues, from those that were in the office, like hearing it from the State Department people was, was very humorous because the Lord said He chased them out of those buildings and they came out like insects. And the testimony they gave me is they all came out like insects and they just came running out in great fear and consternation. And mm. you know, some of them got stuck in the elevators oh, and the wow. elevators were banging back oh, and forth. Wow. <laughs> And they were, they, and it was, yeah, it really changed your life. They were very fearful. You talk to anybody who was here yeah. during that earthquake, and you will see a different countenance on them, very similar to the way when we were in Puerto Rico on the relief mission. Their countenance changed too immediately, and they remembered. And so it was with everyone who was here, they do remember very well that day in 2011 and how shocking it was because it was a violent earthquake. People were at work. 
people couldn't get out from the downtown area. It was there was a lot of trauma. They shut down the trains. Had to make certain the bridges were clear and things like that. Wow! Thank you for that testimony. Amen. I didn't know that. I, I was living in uh, the Washington D.C. area as well, in Maryland, Sweden, Silver Spring area. Amazing. We didn't know each other. Amen. Yeah, I remember the earthquake had happened. I was in my room, the whole house shook and everyone was panicking. And I didn't know it did that much damage. Um, it, it definitely was, uh, I've never experienced an earthquake. It never happens here. And that was just a restrained wrath. Hey. Yeah, as we closed down, that's restrained wrath. Even the Tonga uh, tsunami earthquake that you saw, it's restrained wrath. But the Lord says, I'll give power to my two witnesses. and. They're speaking judgment on one side and life on the other. Mm. That there's miracles that are happening that happened in the United States, Pennsylvania, Colorado, even yourself. Amen. That's a different episode altogether. Amen. But the Lord is essentially, and I'm seeing the judgment revival. Let me think of one scripture as we close. And I can just quote it because of time. In Deuteronomy 30, I believe it's verse 19, choose the blessing or choose the curse. Amen. That the Lord has loved this nation so much to give us 19 times to repent and get it right and Amen. then five plus months and still hasn't happened compared to the earthquake that happened 11 years ago five hours so precious people in america please come out this repentance is a good thing it really is a treasure it's a time of refreshing family relationships to be restored all these things broken relationships to be mended broken marriages because the lord says that if you're not washed by the blood of jesus in judgment you'll be washed by your window mm. so please take that time to invest in repentance. It's for your own benefit because Jesus loves you so much. Thank you so much, Senior Archbishop, for this time, for being here. Um, until next time, blessed people, again, you can find all of the um, directions, advertisements of the Idaho Repentance on Facebook, on Telegram. You can simply Google Idaho Repentance. YouTube advertisements are going on, Google advertisements. It's everywhere on social media. And all of this is for the coming of the Messiah. So prepare the way. Jesus loves you. Shalom.